This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. It's time for the news. We can do the real news. Yeah. I got you. What, what is the real news? Uh, well, I have the answer to your turkey question. That's coming up. And mm-hmm. who is not using their turn signal? It's all brought to you by Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. Your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. Four locals by locals. So tonight, the city of Chesapeake will be holding a candlelight vigil. Over the weekend, police handed the store back over to Walmart employees. The FBI and Chesapeake police completed their on-scene investigation at the Walmart where an employee shot and killed six and injured three others before taking his own life. The investigation into the shooting does continue, but the scene has been cleared. Walmart will determine what comes next for the location. They have suggested that it will reopen. We're not sure of a timeline on that at this point. News 3 says that the Chesapeake Mayor Rick West hopes the company considers refreshing the store. They had a quote from the mayor, quote, hopefully there will be some changes with a with a kind of disaster like that. You really don't want to go back to the same environment. Now, you've probably seen the manifesto that the shooter left on his phone, claiming that he was harassed, betrayed by associates, wished that he could start over. The city officially released a copy of the manifesto with the names redacted. It also revealed the weapon used was a 9mm handgun legally purchased from a local store on the morning of the attack. He had no previous criminal record. According to a tweet from the city tonight, everyone is invited to attend a candlelight vigil to honor the victim. 6 o'clock tonight at the Chesapeake City Park. That's 900 City Park Drive. Two victims do remain in the hospital at this point, one in critical condition. At the last check that WTKR posted, uh, also one was improving. So that's the latest. I'll let you know as we get any more information. Appreciate that. Now, also in the news around here, I do have to give a shout out to the more than 4,000 sailors who returned over the weekend from deployment. The Navy's newest aircraft carrier was out on its first deployment for the past two months. The USS Gerald R. Ford docked at Naval Station Norfolk Saturday morning. While overseas, sailors on board the ship had stops in Halifax, Nova Scotia, also Portsmouth, U.K., News oh, the, the first Portsmouth. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. News 3 reported that the Ford will undergo some maintenance and modernization through the holidays, which is odd because it's the newest carrier. How it's much the most modern carrier <laughs> that we have. Do I don't know need. what we're, what are we doing? I know, but okay. Tell me it's not flex tape. I know. Just tell me that. <laughs> Okay, do that, and then we'll deploy again sometime next year. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. We also had the homecoming of nine squadrons of Carrier Air Wing 8 to return on Friday to Naval Station Norfolk and Naval Air Station Oceana. Welcome back. two months. Yeah, so big welcome home all around. Big thank you going out to all of them. Uh, Meanwhile, an amazing rescue has been making the national news as a man is in stable condition after being rescued out of the Gulf of Mexico when he fell overboard a cruise ship. Authorities say he could have been in the water for over 15 hours. Any point from 11 p.m. on Wednesday on, uh, he could have entered the waterway. He realistically could have been in the water for 15 plus hours before we were able to successfully rescue him. The longer that somebody's in the water, the greater the search area is going to be. So time was certainly of the essence. The will to live is something that you need to account for in every search and rescue case. Yeah. 15 yeah. Hours. Can't imagine. Apparently the man's family reported him missing on Thanksgiving. It was another vessel that alerted them to something in the water. Hey, Pharrell, something hey, in the water. Hey. Uh, a helicopter from the Coast Guard was able to pull him to safety. The cruise was cleared to continue on its voyage to Cozumel. I've been on uh, one, two, three, three cruise ships. I think Rod's been on more cruise ships than me. Um, it's hard. It would be hard to get to the water. There's nets. There's all kinds of stuff hanging off the sides of these things. I don't know how you fall off and hit water. Yeah. Unless you climb out onto the lifeboat and then jump off. 
because the lifeboats hang off the edge. Not all the way around, but most of the way around. Sure. They're there because they're going to go straight down into the water, whereas hey, yeah. you can't get between the lifeboat and no. the cruise ship. No. So you're going to have to jump from the... <sighs> it's a weird progression that happens here. Sure. Maybe the fantail? Maybe the very back end of the thing? You could tumble? I don't know. Yeah. You, uh, the ones I was on literally had catching nets. Like mechanisms for this, yeah, for just in case, keep this from happening because yeah. they know it's a drunky McDrunkle fest. Yeah, that's what it is. You're not gonna you know, go over that. And the railings, the railings are above your waist, so you got to really like. You're gonna have to climb. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's just odd, <laughs> and that's what they're trying to figure out now with this character. Yep. Uh, and and God bless him. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, for but real. What happened? Fifteen here? hours out treading water, just that would just so suck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Didn't you, were you a lifeguard? Did you? Talk I was. About that? Yeah. I was. And part of the training was yeah. you had to tread water for like ten or fifteen minutes. I don't remember how long exactly. When so. I was in high school, you had to tread water for an hour. Oof. The the entire gym class, the yeah. entire time of gym class. Wow. You had to, you know, it was called drown proofing. Sure. And so it, you didn't even tread. You floated like a jellyfish, and every once in a while you come up and take a breath of air and just continue to float. Yeah. And we had to do it for an hour. That's that. I didn't, like, sucked ass, because it, it, that hour feels like 10 hours. Now imagine actual 10 hours. Yeah. Or and, more, and, and drunk, maybe. And your mind playing games with you, and how long before the sharks get here, and well, all, oh, that's all the thing. bad things, right? I don't right? like the water anyways, because, <laughs> like, my friends joke me, because even at the beach yeah. around here, I'm, like, out there in, like, mm-hmm. waders, because I don't want the things to touch my feet. It's Oh, well, good luck. <laughs> Out, I know. teeming with yes, life. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, you yeah. touch something and it moves. And mm-hmm. is that seaweed or what? That just crossed <laughs> my foot. <laughs> I know. My friends joke me because we'll take the kids to the beach or whatever. Uh, and I'm out there like literally in like, rain boots. boots or, yeah, rain boots. Yeah. I, can do. I don't want it to touch my feet. Uh, well, also rescued from the water is a woman's iPhone. And really, this only makes the news because the thing still works after spending 460 days in the ocean. That's amazing. Claire Atfield was paddleboarding off the coast of Hampshire, England, when she uh, dropped her phone, her iPhone, into the water. She thought it was gone for good. A dog walker found the phone and called Claire. She told him that she dropped it in August of last year. Claire retrieved. I like how they use that because a dog walker. Claire retrieved the phone and was stunned that the thing still works. Wow. What kind? iPhone is the, all that oh, they said. Oh, it said iPhone? Yeah. Oh, okay, I missed that part. I'm sorry. So, yeah, so, you know, kudos to Apple, who can't make them fast enough these days. <laughs> I know, really. Uh, so, elsewhere in the news, the big question today, is that leftover turkey still good to eat? The answer... No. Today is throwaway day for sure. Even refrigerated three to four days tops. Avoid bacteria. Avoid the salmonella. Yeah. Newsweek magazine, by the way, says Americans tossed $450 million worth of Thanksgiving food. This is the thing that kills you, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I do feel guilty about that. That yeah. does bother me. I hate at some throwing level. out food. But there's always that bag of what are you gonna do? lettuce or whatever. Oh the the vegetables. The vegetables, they don't, you intend to eat them all. Of course. And then. Well, and, and, and if you're the Rumbles, we live two miles from Sam's Club. I literally have, have, have run, literally run <laughs> to could. Sam's Club and grab stuff. Sure. Normally people don't run in and out of a Sam's Club, but I'm so close to it <laughs> that I, I can use it like my go-to. And... and you buy your vegetables there, you're never eating all of that. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, there used to be four of us, now there are two of us, yeah. but old habits are hard to break. <laughs> I brought home, here, I brought home a bag of green beans. Oh, two pounds? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we're making something out of this. 
Well, that green bean casserole. Yeah, well, you, if you start with two pounds of green beans, do you know how much slop you got to put in there? To... <laughs> yeah, you do. going to need about 14 cans of some cream of mushroom soup here. Seven boxes of those fried onion the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about three million pounds of uh, holiday food thrown away, by the way. $450 million worth. You so. know, there's something called an uh, ethylene gas filter that you can buy for five or six bucks. You throw it in the drawer with all of your perishables, and they last X longer. What? Really? Yeah, it absorbs... Oh. It absorbs the gases that break down the food. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that either until I got this new spanky refrigerator, which oh, you're getting yes, one of. I am. Yay. <laughs> Shelly's getting a new refrigerator. I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that. No, you're fine to talk about yeah. it. We actually got it on Black Friday. Eric went out. Oh, and, you actually went and, and got and it. ordered it that day. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we were getting a But the, the, it came with this filter thing, and I'm like, why didn't I ever know this? And it's been around forever. Sweet. Yeah, so you put it in the crisper with, with your vegetables. That is Man. awesome, actually. And they last longer, allegedly. And the thing lasts for like six months, and it costs you like six bucks. I'll take it. Yeah. I will take it. That's awesome. Uh, all right, finally, this in the news today. A new study by the Society of Automotive Engineers found that 25% of people fail to use their turn signal on a consistent basis. Tell me about it. It's always the people in front of me. Yeah, yeah, really? I'm good about this. I'm weird. I'm the guy that uses turn signal to get off my street <laughs> or to go in my driveway. I do that, too. If, if there's a car following just, me. Yeah. I'm not conscious. It's habit. Yeah. It's just my habit. For me, it's that person. So you're sitting in a lane and you're about to turn yeah. left, yeah. right? And there are two lanes coming at you to your left. And they could turn mm-hmm. right, but they don't turn their, use their turn signal. And sometimes oh, they yeah. do. Like, I, just use your turn signal. That way I know if you're going to turn or not, you know, then no. I can go, mm, just drive me crazy. It'll make you crazy. 48% of people consistently fail to turn, uh, to signal a lane change. Almost T-boned a guy the other day, following him through a, uh, a residential neighborhood. And and he was driving wonky anyway. He's driving this big-ass pickup truck, and he's he's going like 15 miles an hour. And I'm just thinking, what what is happening here, right? <laughs> and and uh, all of the, out of nowhere, he puts the truck in the, the oncoming side of the street. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking... What, are you going to deliver mail or something? What are you doing over there? So I almost passed him on the right. Then he hangs a hard right right in front of me. Oh, did that little left to right turn? Yes, into his driveway. (laughs) And I thought, you doddering old idiot. Oh, God, if I could. I do hate the left to right turn where you're like, oh, they're turning left. No, wait, they're turning right. And he was full on in the other lane. Full on. No turn signal I really thought he was going to the house on the other side. Yeah, and no indication at all. Not gonna let you know. What's and it's just like you know, and Mary's just like, calm down. <laughs> we, we are on our way to a function, and she's like, no, just keep going, because like. <laughs> now when I drive the kid, and I'm not even that person, but man, oh man, you almost got us all killed. The kid in the back of the car will go. Yeah. Everybody else can't drive but you, because I've said that so many <laughs> times out loud. <laughs> Nobody else can drive. Nobody but me. else can drive. <laughs> so everybody else can't. Oh my drive. god! My Just dad you. had this idea that you should be able to shoot uh, cars with a dart gun, and once they got enough darts, they took their license away. <laughs> Like, Dad, that would make all of us enforcers of this, though. See, it's all judgment at that point. Yeah, that's true. He had been a police officer, so he's he's like thinking we're all that. Right, right. And while I am uh, an honorary Chesapeake Sheriff's deputy, I I won't be doing any traffic. No, no. no, I did do a stop and frisk in the lobby on Friday, so it was kind of interesting. (laughs) We're going to do some of that broken window policing. We're going to knuckle down around here, man. (laughs)
Well, yeah. Around here today, we do have mostly sunny skies. Highs will be into the low 60s. We've got a west wind, 9 to 14 miles per hour. Gusts could be as high as 25. Clear tonight, 43 is your low. Sunny and 57 is a high for tomorrow. Right now, we are at 57 degrees. And I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.